Hi, everyone. Wait. <laughs> okay, so we actually already recorded this episode. This is us re-recording. So this is before the show starts. We just wanted to <laughs> mention it. So I don't know what happened. The last We recorded this two days ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened, but my laptop somehow deleted it. I tried looking up and down, left and right, through a black hole to try and find the audio that we filmed. And I just can't find it. So we're re-recording. And so we just wanted to come on before the show started to let you know that in this episode, you'll probably catch us like maybe giggling a lot more or just trying to figure out whether... we said something or if we didn't mention something because we mentioned a lot in the first episode. We talked episode. a lot in the first episode. We talked but... a lot. So I just wanted to bring that up and kind of mention that for you guys. But regardless, um, I hope you guys enjoy this first episode of Scream City and I I'm sorry. I hope you guys have a lot of fun. I hope you guys have a lot of fun. Hearing us talk a lot of shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind. I think I found it. Hey everyone. Welcome to Scream City's official first episode. I'm your host, Jessica. And I'm Monica. Um, I feel like this is maybe episode one and a half because we actually had to re-record this, but it's fine. Um, But today we're talking about why horror and film mean so much to us. So why make our podcast about films and shows, especially about horror? Well... I think most of us who are huge horror freaks, we grew up watching movies and cinema and reading it too. I feel a lot of people who aren't huge horror fans may have had, may have not have had the sense of, you know, like this is okay to watch and, and fun to watch just as long as you remember that none of it is real type of mentality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but whether it was a family member or a friend who introduced it to us, I feel a lot of us who are deranged in some type of way actually find horror fun. <laughs> yeah, just a little, you have to be like a little crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, just just a little bit. Because, I mean, I get it. Like, it, it, it's, it gets scary and it triggers fight or flight and it also, like, anxiety-induced. But most adrenaline junkies like Jessica and I really love it. Um, my therapist even let me know that this is probably a feeling that was familiar to me because I grew up in a household that was pretty unpredictable at times. And, mm. and I tried to seek that same feeling, but possibly from horror movies. So kind of like a I can only control this type of feeling you know what I mean yeah not, I not to get too deep but right. I think <laughs> I think it makes sense you know um but I mean cinema in general though is is a good escape for a lot of us who just need a bit of a distraction in life because uh, let me tell you life can get brutal sometimes so in the words I've, of Olivia Rodrigo God it's brutal out God here. it's brutal out here because <laughs> damn uh but Jess how did you personally get into like the cinema and the horror life yeah well first I like what you mentioned about cinema being a form of escapism right. and I feel like if we have some time later on in the episode I'd like to get more into that yeah for sure um but my love for horror and film began at quite a young age as it does with most of us right I do have to give my older siblings, especially my older sister, a shit ton of credit for introducing me to the cinema world. Mm -hmm. Although I don't remember the very first movie I ever watched. Um, I have so many memories of watching movies with my sister, whether it was Chuber by the Dozen. That's a good one. Right? With uh, With Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yes. (laughs) Um, Agent Coney Banks, School of Rock, or any other like... Disney original or mm-hmm. something like that. Disney originals, A.B. Smackin. Okay. For real. <laughs> Some of those movies are good. Yeah. I still be watching them right now. Same. Same. They're like good comfort movies. Oh, huge comfort films. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but 
Um, we slowly started transitioning into horror movies as I got older. Mm-hmm. Every summer, my sister and I made it a tradition to watch When a Stranger Calls because Ooh, it gave us good one. like Fourth of July vibes. Okay, yeah. I think it's yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's like a little carnival and fireworks at the beginning. And the fireworks is all that we need for Fourth of July. It's all we need for Fourth <laughs> yeah, of July. Right. Um, my very first favorite horror movie I watched was Insidious. Yo, that movie's good that movie, that movie is, is good i think we good. i think we mentioned in the the first recording that we did of like i don't care like how big and bold you think you are like that movie is scary mm-hmm. that along movie, with sinister along with sinister yeah. i think sinister is one of the ones that i think a lot of people don't like because mm-hmm. of that they're like it's not that scary but i'm like oh no it's I pretty think creepy it's just, i think i think whatever scary. it's a talk for a different day but i feel like people 100%. who don't who say they don't find Sinister scary are just doing it for show. And I'm like, whatever, because Sinister like, is pretty sure. scary. I'm, I'm pretty sure you shit your pants, but whatever. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Insidious still remains my favorite paranormal film to this day. 100% same. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, um, it's a good one. But my older brother, he was more into like destruction type of mm, movies. Mm-hmm. So the movie 2012 mm, was yeah. on repeat yeah. um, religiously in my house. <laughs> and um, oh, what's that? That's King, not King Kong. Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. He was a huge Godzilla fan. Okay. Any destruction, especially when it came to like New York, he's got like a huge it. New York buff. And okay. I kind of got that from him. I but, love that. Um, Titanic as well. Ugh, Titanic, he's, what an icon. Honestly. The film itself is just an icon. Yeah. Um, and then my dad was more of like a thriller type of guy. Mm-hmm. He introduced me to Air Force One with mm-hmm. Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman. Yeah, that one's That's a good, a good one. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Taken, of course, with <laughs> of Liam course. Neeson. My right. dad was the one who had to introduce me to Taken. <laughs> Out of all people. Um, and this isn't really thriller, but I do have a fond memory of watching 28 Days Later with Killian Murphy. I feel... Oh, I love that man. Um, I feel like 28 Days Later is a... Like, it's it's horror, but it's I feel like, it, I guess it is more kind of action-based, yeah. I guess, in a way. You could totally, I think you can consider, consider it thriller both, in yeah. a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then regarding, like, TV shows, mm-hmm. we mentioned this in the first episode. We actually mentioned in the first one. Jessica had said that she doesn't remember watching, like, like horror type of shows. Yeah. And I was like, you wouldn't consider The Walking Dead one? And, oh my god, <laughs> when I tell like, y'all, no. I completely forgot about The Walking Dead, y'all. Yeah, it's because I think when we first started watching it, it we watched it religiously when it first came mm-hmm. out, which was what honestly like, a while ago 12 13 years ago was it god damn. Oh, no. um but yeah but and then and then in, i think it's still going right it's you still had said, going like we think yes. it's still going so i'm like i can't keep up we anymore. love you norman reedus uh, we love you norman reedus yes okay um glenn definitely deserved better yes but yes so i did watch the walking dead when i was younger mm-hmm. um and then i also watched i zombie with I my zombie. sister yeah that's mm-hmm. a good that's a good show Melody it's not like one, yeah. it's not like ah you know, it's it's cute and it definitely has like some scary aspects some, like, to gore, it. Like, it yeah, has a mostly. lot of gore. Yeah. I'm a huge gore whore. Yeah, right. <laughs> um <laughs> and I even got to meet Rose McGiver, who plays Liv mm-hmm. um on iZombie Fan Expo twenty nineteen. Yeah. She was really uh, nice. she was sweet. Oh. Um and then okay. I don't know if you can count Stranger Things as horror. I would 100% count Stranger Things as like a horror, like in the horror category. Yeah. There's no way you can. That's true. Because like the first and the first and uh, the, this latest, recent season, the yeah. fourth one, I was telling her in the first one that we recorded that it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. Like I actually remember watching the first step, like the first season in my room by myself, like with the lights off and everything. Yeah. And I was pretty creeped out. Like I was pretty like, OK, because it gave like 
dark et vibes yeah and that's pretty scary and then this past season it made me feel a lot of things uh but scared was actually one of them yeah and i think season two and three were a little bit more action thriller based drama sort of a lot more drama and i think they kind of gave away a lot with like more gore than suspense if that kind of makes yeah. sense so. no this this last season i saw a tweet i think i don't know if i've shown it to you but i don't know i saw a tweet that was like am i watching the conjuring or the stranger things okay yeah and it's true. it was pretty scary no it totally did okay. does give some sort of conjuring Especially the house yes the house gave me it vibes it vibes it gave There's me pennywise it. pennywise's house it yeah. did it gave me a lot of pennywise vibes and I was like, I kind of like this because I loved, yeah, loved the remake. But of it. the way that everyone was pop luck and dropping it after getting cursed by Vecna, and let me tell you, <laughs> and getting their eyes gouged out, iconic, iconic, iconic. What a look! Vecna <laughs> is such a king for that. Vecna um, ceiling eyes. But we'll we'll save the Stranger Things talk for another yeah, day. We can dedicate a whole episode or a couple for Stranger Things. So. We are going to, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, now back to what we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> Monica, how did your experience with film uh, and horror yes. come to be? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm about the same. Movies are huge in my family. Uh, my family and I used to like going to the movies and like having movie nights at home all the time. Um, I, but in my family, I think I give a huge amount of credit to my brother-in-law, who I've known since I was about eight years old, um, and my dad. So, my earliest memory of getting into, like, specifically horror is watching Beetlejuice and Child's Play with my dad in the living room, which now are, like, two of my top favorites and, like, comfort movies that I can watch religiously. Um, but I remember going to, like, Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Blockbuster? Oh, my God. Of course okay. I remember. <laughs> there was... Well, I don't know which one you... Oh, well, because I don't think you lived in Dallas, but um, the last one I ever went to was down Lower Greenville. So, if oh, you're in the Dallas area... Yeah. And you remember okay. the Lower Greenville Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Now, and I now hope you guys have, are doing well. I hope you guys are doing well. Right. Everyone who's um, working Now we have Movie Trading Company, we which, shout movie. out Movie Trading Company. I love Movie Trading Company um, so much. But yes, I, of course, shout I remember out to, Okay, yeah. So Blockbuster was one of the places that I remember going to all of the time. And uh, my dad let me choose horror movies. And uh, one day, I remember, I ended up with a 1980s version of The Boogeyman. So that's a good one. Have you seen that one? I have not. Yeah, I feel I I don't remember a lot about it because I haven't seen it in a really long time. But I remember liking it because mm-hmm. I remember watching it in my room during the day, and I just fell in love with the feeling of it. Nice. So, um, and then my brother in law, who like would also always come over and have movie nights with my sister and my mom and I, he's the one who introduced me to all different types of films. Um, I have a memory of us watching Texas Chainsaw, the two thousand three version, the one with um. Mm. Uh, oh my god, hold on. Uh, her name is on the tip of my tongue. Her name what, is on the tip of my tongue. Me, we got Jessica Biel. There we go. Yes, yes with yes, Jessica yes. Biel. Yes, uh, such a good one. And we would always have like all different types of foods, like pizza, wings, or some different horror nights. Uh, we would also eat like uh, maruchan, like nice. the ramen <laughs> noodles. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, he also introduced me to The Exorcist, the mm-hmm. 1970s version, which... That is, to this day, one of the movies that I can't watch on my own because I am terrified of it, Mm -hmm. given I haven't seen it in a pretty long time. But I think growing up in a Catholic Christian home Mm -hmm. and being, you know, terrified of Satan, I guess, Satan and anything that's below the surface of, like, hell is, like, a huge no. So, and then I grew up with the thought, like, you know, if there's a good, there has to be an evil. So everything was terrifying to me at such a young age, too. Mm I, but I think now if I if I gave it a chance, I think I I don't think I would find it as scary. Right. But you have to we'll, find your peace with it. Yeah. I think I can, you know, 
but we'll 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 tr- we'll try and rewatch it and maybe kind of dedicate an episode to that because mm-hmm. that was one of the ones that I remember watching like ooh, um, but I even remember like watching Gothica in theaters, the one with uh, Holly Berry. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Oh my god, I that movie is great. That movie is amazing. It has like the biggest plot twist, and ooh. it's it's so good. I remember watching it at Studio Movie Girl. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have a long history with horror and cinema and with the cinema world. So in the, in middle school, I became super obsessed with trying to find any form of escapism that I would just watch whatever the hell I was able to find on Netflix. Mm. Um, and then I was also a huge Goosebumps fan growing up too. So I don't know if, uh, that's common for a lot of other people who are intro to horror, but you know, yeah. horror for children. For sure. Um, but a lot of my core memories involve movies in some type of way. So the cinema world in general is like a huge comfort place for me if that's not really already oh. obvious. <laughs> no, dude. I loved Goosebumps growing up too. Um, I loved Dr. Maniac. Dr. Maniac. Did I, you ever read I, that one? I think we were talking about this the first time we recorded this, but I don't think I remember it too much. Okay. What's like the premise of it? Like, what's, what's That's a great of... question. <laughs> that's a good question. It's just I remember loving it so much. I remember loving it so much. Um, <laughs> I don't Oh, man, I don't remember. I just, I genuinely really do remember loving it. Um, spooky. Yes. It was, <laughs> it was one of the first movie of uh, movies. It was one of the first books I read entirely uh, and it yeah. actually, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. And it was spooky. Yeah. Okay. It was spooky. Mine was the, uh, the mask. Yes. Do you remember the mask? I do remember it. Did I read it? Mm, I can't I say. I remember reading it and then I also remember, uh, watching it like okay. non-stop yeah. but i also remember like the mask too too mm-hmm. and uh, those are so good i'm sure if i read it now it would still freak me out i love it because arl arl stein right mm-hmm. genius mm-hmm. <laughs> um but anyway we'll talk book talk another another yeah. day um <laughs> for another episode but right. you did mention that movies play a big part in your family 100%. which i can also relate to because yeah. i have a really funny story um my cousins came from mexico a few years ago for christmas yeah okay christmas um and my sister had all my cousins watch the quiet place um quiet place is such a good movie it, it's a great such and, a good movie. oh my god i could talk hours about how Same. amazing that movie is now did most of my cousins fall asleep within the first 10 minutes yes <laughs> Um, but it's still a wholesome memory that I carry with me to this day. I love that. Um, and honestly, I know like people are like, why, why the quiet place? Like of all Christmas horror. I think we had mentioned this in the first time that we recorded this, that they like, since they weren't huge horror fans, you were trying to introduce them to something similar. No, so they, they do like horror, but I think the reason why they, I think my sister gave them options. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think because my sister mentioned that Emily Blunt is in it, they were like, hell yeah, Emily Blunt is hot and I all mean, of that. they're not wrong. And but... I was, I was like, hey, they're not wrong. And and I love John Krasinski too. So it's like the bi panic that I had during this film oh my God. is insane. And the second one with Killian Murphy. <sighs> oh Lord have mercy. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Killian Murphy. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's all you have to know. Yeah, but uh, shout out to my cousins for being will- like willing to mm-hmm. watch crazy horror movies mm-hmm. with my sister and I because I've had a lot of cousins like go with my sister and I to mm-hmm. the movie theater to watch yeah. like crazy horror movies mm-hmm. and they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, going back to what uh, to what Monica was mentioning earlier, we always had something going on. So I think we were able to find a form of escapism in watching literally any films when mm-hmm. we were younger. And it just felt nice to flee from our current reality for an hour or two and dive into a make-believe world, no matter how cringy that may sound. <laughs> like, I mean, it's true, though. Like, I think it's just so easy. 
to just find I feel like people can find it in anything in yeah. any type of hobby I definitely sure. when people are like what are your hobbies I'm like watching movies and yeah. it sounds so basic and boring but I'm like it's the most fun thing that mm-hmm. I can do I can spend an entire two day like a Saturday Sunday type mm-hmm. of vibe I can in, I can spend it on a couch watching movie after yeah. movie given having a break in between right. but like whether it's like fantasy horror yeah. comedy or whatever um, I think we were just trying to constantly seek some sort of sense of security and stability mm-hmm. in watching yeah. this film since we didn't have that at home. Right. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we may just be thinking too much into it. But As we do everything else. But for sure. I mean, and you guys will notice that a lot with these episodes the that episode. we think too much about things. But, exactly. Uh, it's just how we feel. And we both also like to read and we're, I feel like we were able to find comfort in that too. Oh yeah, 100%. And middle school, I think I was able to read quite a lot for the same reason, mm-hmm. just finding anything and everything. But I mean, yeah, we're also huge book, book nerds, uh, Jessica and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we mentioned this in our intro, but we definitely have a few couple of episodes dedicated to some novels and books in the future. And I feel like because we like to read, we can also compare like books to their movie slash show adaptations and that's always fun to do too i think i think we had kind of dived into this a little bit the first time that we recorded of you were talking about a movie that or a show that was adapted from another film and that, oh everything uh, everything everything, everything yes. and that you loved i loved the book oh you liked the book i loved the book the book was really good um the movie unfortunately uh, personally personally i did not like and okay. i feel like i'm actually not the only one who thought that okay um but yeah, just a brief summary because I feel like I talked about it too much in the first one. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I loved uh, the book um, of everything, everything. It's definitely not horror mm-hmm. at all. Right. <laughs> it's like a coming of age. It's just different, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, but with a lot of like horror mm-hmm. um, book to movie adaptations, I feel like they genuinely, most of them get the gist of what the book is about. For... I feel like you've you've read more book to movie adaptations than I have. I think for some, yeah. Like, are you talking about horror specifically? or in any, in I anything? guess. I'm telling you, I, I, again, we dived into this the first time we recorded it, but the first time that I was, like, blown out of my mind mm-hmm. of how close the adaptation was uh, from book to, to movie mm-hmm. was The Fault in Our Stars. Mm, yes. The way that the detail was about, yes. like, I'm talking about detail, like, yeah. the way that he described being in Anne Frank's house and... I don't know, like everything, everything about that movie. I was, I got out of the theater. My sister and I were like, "What the hell?" Like that was really cool to watch. Um, and I remember also my first disappointment with mm. uh, with a movie or a, a book to show or movie adaptation, which which was Percy Jackson. Those oh. two are completely different. Okay, I have not read the book. Okay, but I had to when read it I in tell you, I'm obsessed with that movie. Again, I haven't, I haven't read the seen book. It. I actually haven't seen it since I've seen it in theater, which is a really dude. Long time I watch ago. it. My sister and I really? again religiously watch Aww. watch it. It's I love that movie. Again, it's another movie I grew up with. So yeah, and I, I feel, feel like, like I grew up, I guess, more with the book, but kind of because I had to, because I had to read it for sixth grade. Okay, so I had to like read it and annotate it yeah. at such a young age. So then when I was like, oh shit, they're coming out the movie. That's yeah. fucking cool. And then I was like, what the hell. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I think that's also using our imaginations and like diving into different worlds makes it easier, uh, which is how I assume directors, producers and writers do too, which I mean, I love pretending I'm a part of a film or a book in some way. Like, it's just kind of fun to think about and mm-hmm. be like, I'm on set. Uh-huh. I'm on <laughs> oh, set. and I and I think, sorry, before. Yeah, this is like another thing that we had dived into a little bit is that when we recorded this the first time is um, it was easy. It's easy. It's more easy for me 
to watch horror movies and kind of go through the motion of anxiety and everything mm-hmm. because I can imagine what the bloopers look like. I can right. imagine what, like, the back behind the scenes look like. And let me tell you, in my head, it sounds fun. Yeah. It's, it looks and sounds so much fun. And imagine being inches away from Patrick Wilson. Or, or <laughs> Bill. Uh, I don't want to uh, butcher his name. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Pennywise. Oh, but Skarsgård. Yeah, there we go. Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> I said it right one time because oh. my I had a Swedish friend and she was like, you, you said it right on Skarsgård. point. I was like, that's what's up. But uh, okay. I will uh, not uh, try to say. Okay. That. Um, no, but so there's, if there's any casting directors listening, to if this, there's any casting directors sh- listening to this for anything, yeah. anything horror related, please hit me up. Yeah. I also have a friend who's in acting school. Yes. Desperate for a role. For sure. <laughs> and I am her manager, so uh, I, Jessica you know, we'll is her. You'll have to get through me first. Alleged manager at the moment, so. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, no, and and I think another thing we mentioned in the first first time we recorded this, mm-hmm. um, was sort of related to this, which is. Um, what you mentioned, um, the bloopers, right? Yeah. When it comes to like haunted houses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Some people, are, probably a lot of people, because I get the same reaction all the time. I was is, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And Jessica was one of the biggest ones. And I think your sister gave me the same thing yeah. as of, uh, okay, I can't do haunted houses. And that's, it's for, I think we kind of dove into it a little too deeply and we went through a whole motion of like probably why but I feel like being in an actual setting where you are the victim mm-hmm. I think freaks me out a lot more than just being able to watch it from my couch right. you know um given I we had I had also said that like I've seen one too many movies about mm-hmm. haunted houses go wrong type of stuff and uh, like the movie haunt Hellfest. Um, and Hellfest and oh, what's um, that other one it's Hell so House good. Hell House uh, like stuff like that that I'm just like I, there's so many things that could go wrong in a haunted mm-hmm. house that people, you know, can think are fake, but are not. Um, so yeah, that's just one of the things that I was like, Ugh. so Jessica gave me a lot of crap and I'm sure I'm still going to get a lot of crap, but I'm changing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we're changing that. I was actually, actually able to go to a couple haunted houses last year. Nice. They were at Six Flags. So yeah. they, I consider them baby haunted houses. Okay, that's fine. They freaked me out nonetheless, but I had fun. Small steps are also progress. The amount, the amount of adrenaline that goes in me through mm-hmm. the haunted house. And then when you get out, like that huge wave mm-hmm. of relief when you're like, like you I survived did it. that. I yeah. survived that. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was crazy. And again, I mentioned this in the first yeah. <laughs> first time we recorded this, but um, I've kind of become desensitized to haunted houses. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Because my, not trying to get too deep into it, but my yeah, sister yeah. is visually impaired. Mm-hmm. So I'm typically the one to lead the haunted houses um, and because I've done that for the past like two or three years with my sister, mm-hmm. I feel like I know every trick there in the book. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you're going to come in through there, blah, 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 right. blah, blah, good, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, um, it, if there's a, if there's a haunted house that genuinely like is able to spook me, mm-hmm. they get a gold star. They get a gold. That's awesome though. That's bo- awesome. Yeah. Because most of them I'm like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. But that's cool. I'm excited to check oh, I think out. They, some I think you said that there's one, isn't? Didn't you say cutting that? Cutting Edge in Fort Worth? Yeah, I was gonna say. Up. I think Cutting Edge. You said one was like I could kind you of spooked. feel. Like, if you've ever been a Cutting Edge or you have not, you feel like you're in a movie. And, and that's it's also what I like, like an hour long, isn't it's it? It's like an hour or two. It's so good. Oh, it's see, so I, that that's considered Big Girl Haunted House good. for me, and I don't think I can go that's, that far yet. Okay, well, we'll get there eventually. Okay, yes, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's a whole, that's a whole different setting for me. <laughs> for sure. But funny enough, uh, I wrote an essay on horror last fall. Oh, yeah. Um, and not trying to brag, but I got a pretty good grade on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember what it was. Right. Um, 
But anyway, it was an argumentative essay on whether or not the horror genre is a bad influence or if it's to blame for most of the violence that occurs around the world. And I said, horror movies or games have an effect on anyone that watches them or plays the games. Whether most deny it or not, humans cannot be immune to stress or fear. It is a natural feeling we as humans feel. Mm-hmm. Basically, what I'm trying to say with with this is that like, horror is fun for most people, yes, um, but we're not trying to force anyone to love horror. If it's too much for you, understandable. You're a human being with emotions and feelings, and that's valid. Right. Again, if Haunted Houses is too much for you... If <laughs> right <you're>, now. <laughs> for, I mean, if you're Monica, I will force you. Right. But if you're not Monica, then I will not force you to do anything that you're not comfortable right. with. Yeah. Um. But to most people, like I mentioned, horror excites them, and to others, it frightens them. No judgment here. Maybe a little. Right. Not too much. Not not too much. And I feel like, unless, like, we had mentioned this in the first recording, is that, like, unless you're, like, a diagnosed psychopath that mm-hmm. genuinely does not know how to feel feelings, which I'm curious about the fear part and anxiety part, right. which it comes with, I feel like anxiety comes with fear. It's yeah. kind of like a branch off. So if you don't feel fear... Like, can you watch and be in certain things? That I don't know. I that's a genuine question, but I don't know. I think that's another thing. I feel like that's a whole different ballpark. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And I feel like because of that reason, which your essay s- sounds cool. Yeah. So glad you totally. got a ninety. Thank you. Good for you. Um, but I feel like because of that, like horror gets a pretty bad reputation most times, and it's not taking as serious, which sucks because horror movies show you some real world scenarios mm-hmm. and that you know maybe truth frightens people but and they just kind of try to you know throw it under the rug and bury it which is unfortunate because i feel like a lot of actors and actresses put their blood sweat and tears into these really great horror movies you know what i mean for sure i know i i'd kill i'd kill to see (laughs) my favorite horror movies get the recognition they deserve by winning an award um not and not just being nominated like yeah you know you see them get it nominated yeah but it's really rare to see them actually win an award. Um, I feel like they deserve it just as much as, sure, the rom-coms and drama and all of those mm-hmm. do, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, rare. Like, don't get us wrong. Like, we know a lot of the movies, a lot of horror movies now actually get nominated for different things, like Best Sound, Critics' Choice, and things like that, which is cool. I think Jordan Peele um, actually won original screen screenplay mm-hmm. for Get Out, which great movie awesome um you know and things like that so that's it's really cool to just be able to see like directors and movies in general and like actors and actresses win awards from these movies because mm-hmm. like damn right you did you yeah. did really great in that um i'm still waiting uh for actually i don't even know if it's true or not but uh tony collette if she won something for hereditary because when i tell you she terrified me in that movie yeah uh the mom the yes. from yes, hereditary yes, yes, yes. that movie that movie is also beautiful um, but yeah, and so, and I think right now, Silence of the Lambs is really the only one that's won Best Picture and is considered a horror mm-hmm. movie, so. But, I mean, that's neither here nor there, because I'm sure people feel like that about, you know, people, like, their favorite artists, or, like, in, during the Grammys and, like, you know, you know, so. I yeah. Don't know. I feel like when it comes to that as well, people kind of separate, and, and rightly so, they kind of separate gore paranormal that's true yeah there's so many psychological i personally i'm a gore type of gal jessica loves her gore i cannot blood cannot do psychological for the life of me and i don't know if i need to talk to my therapist about this but i just can't do psychological because i think we mentioned this 
the first time, mm-hmm. um, the remake of The Invisible Man. Ah, oh, yes. That um, was great. I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't. Um, I love it. And I will rewatch it. Yeah. I will rewatch it. Yeah. But just the gaslighting that happens in that movie. It's, it's pretty. Just, it's, I feel like there's some triggers in that movie that sure. are, are a bit strong, but I think it was a really well well-made movie for sure no it's it, it absolutely terrifying um it is pretty good but i feel like my my little brain is just can't handle it like <laughs> your brain can't stop um, all that in monica there. showed when gore me... is just so easy for you to watch because you're just like oh that was gross yeah. but you're like eh. like my sister can't watch saw <laughs> well, i mean she can watch the first yeah, one but, but like... i can see there's so many people that um which oh by the way sorry sorry kind of kind of a branch off but did you know that um james wan yeah. is a co-creator of saw saw I like think the I Saw that. franchise? I yeah. didn't know that. I, I found that out like a couple yeah, yeah. of months ago. And I was and like, what? I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a fake fan, but one of the actors, one of the actors with the glasses, I'm so sorry. I I love you. Just know <laughs> that I love glasses, you. glasses, very specific. Um, from Saw mm-hmm. is in Insidious. Lies. Yeah. Interesting. He's also the director of oh, Saw, I love if I'm that. not mistaken. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but anyways... I like um, it. I think, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's so many subgenres when it comes to horror. But, I mean, given, and I think kind of, you know, piggybacking mm-hmm. off of your um, your essay mm-hmm. of, like, what you were writing about is that movies don't make psychos. I you know what that. I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think it's only fair. And I think that's another thing that people are like, it's all of these, like, um, like gore type of movies and video games and things like that. And it's like, yeah, everyone takes in things differently yes but best believe someone's not gonna watch i mean and oh what what's the rest of the quote is that movies don't they only make them more creative yes, yes. movies don't make psychos movies make psychos creative or which i also Very. know that again like early 2000s uh these two ki- i don't know if you heard this monica uh, or in the early 2000s these two kids were trying to remake scream and oh no well, i don't they were trying to remake scream were they i thought I they were just they were... trying to like i think like they just loved horror movies so much that because like there was this one guy when i, I know who you're talking about yeah. yeah 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 um we had talked about this like a long time ago like in one of the kids lockers like he had like the scream poster but he also had like um oh, what was it i could have sworn i saw in his locker like texas chainsaw mm-hmm. and like um picture posters in his locker yeah and i think they had said in like in the description of him in both of them and that they were really big fans of horror movies but mm-hmm. i think yeah i think they got an idea from scream mm-hmm. to create like the unfortunate event that they and did. can i just say um i feel and i'm sure you've noticed this too mm-hmm. horror is coming back horror is coming back i feel like oh my gosh i feel like it kind of died down for I, a little bit maybe for or? sure because i remember when i was in high school i was I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I like to think I was the girl that was known for liking horror and yeah. all of that. And I feel like if I were to walk into a high school now, you'd see a people bunch of like, people. Hey. I feel yeah. like it's a, a kind of picking off of what you said earlier is that like, I feel like it's a little more accepted now of now people are going yeah. to, I feel like a lot of millennials now who grew up with a horror movie, I, I can kind of use my brother-in-law and my sister as an mm-hmm. example, since they helped me grow up with mm-hmm. it. And then I can see that they also help my nephew watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. And he's like right now like 13, but he, they let him watch it. Cause they're like, Hey, I want you to remember like none of this is real. Right. And if you feel like you can't watch, I feel like there are certain movies that he can't watch because he can't watch them. Like he feels very, like, ooh, no, like, yeah. I can't watch it. And I think it's, like, paranormal movies. And actually, well, now that you say that, and I know you mentioned it earlier. type of movies, yeah. Now that you, you mentioned it earlier, too, is, like, you need to remember that none of this is real. 
little story. My sister and I watched The Boy in theaters. Oh, that movie's good. It's a good movie. Movie and, part two sucks. And what's his name? Brahms? I'm just saying. Hey. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm not going to say na- nothing. Also, one thing. We're going to learn a little bit more about Jessica in a couple of other episodes. And I, I, we won't, I won't ever put it into words. But I will let y'all just figure it out for yourselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway. No, I was watching it and um, with my sister in the theater, yeah. in the movie theater. And when he came out of the, I don't Walls. know what it was actually. I don't remember what specific scene it was, but my, I, you could just feel me like freeze. And my sister looks over at me and she goes, she like literally looks at me in the, in the eyes and she squeezed my hand. She's like, hey, like this is just a movie. You're here with me. And I'm like, okay. But I was genuinely it's terrified. It's scary. And I think that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of it, yeah. right? But I think if you, I think, I don't know. It, it, I feel like everyone's a give or take, whether mm-hmm. you want to introduce it to someone at such a young age or not, and whether how they want to take it. But I think that's another life lesson to learn, too. It's like, hey, I'm going to show you something. The feeling that you're supposed to get from this and the whole concept of horror mm-hmm. is that you're going to get scared. But I need you to remember that things like this are f- like make believe and things mm-hmm. like that. But and, and I got to a point at an age where I was like in middle school mm-hmm. where I got so obsessed with horror movies that I would look up like interviews and yeah. I would look up like behind the scenes mm-hmm. on how they made things. Yeah. And that's what that made too. me even like, holy fuck, like someone spent hours mm-hmm. making that costume or someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that just made me like appreciate horror a lot more. So For sure. I think it was um, great. And I also think that I think we spoke about this a little bit earlier mm-hmm. um, when it comes to kind of like haunted houses. Yeah. Um, when you walk in, it's like, I don't know, the, like the feeling you get when you when you're like in line, I guess. Yeah. Kind of like the it's like oh even when you're in line for like a roller coaster. When That's I true. used to get in line for roller coasters, I don't feel it as much for mm-hmm. rides anymore. So I think it's easy to watch, but it's just so like fun to feel. And then you kind of mentioned this ag- again earlier, but um, again, gr- millennials um, mm-hmm. and how they're, I think they're helping younger. Like our generation. Yeah, a our bit generation. More, or even younger to be like, hey, like, this hey, is horror fun. movies are, are. And then make fun. Halloween like a really big deal. Like, because I, think... I feel like millennials grew up with, what is it, boomers? Yeah, as or parents. Generation something. Um, yeah. And they were more like. Don't watch that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like don't watch that stuff. That's the devil's thing. Right. Like, which yes, it is because it's about Satan. But right. listen, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Like, it's and, fun to jump into that type of world and, and what, you get something different. I like that you mentioned that because I, I I hadn't thought about this. But for example, I feel like let's say seven five to seven years ago, my sister were to walk out with her Chucky backpack. I feel like she would have gotten oh, so many so ugly, many looks and be like, what the like, hell? What the hell? Like, She's that so is weird. Not, yeah, but now, probably. like, I'm not even kidding. It's like, hey, where did you get that? Yeah, no, literally, we <laughs> yeah. went, we went shopping, um, like this past weekend. Mm-hmm. The amount, the amount of compliments Aww. my sister got on her Chucky backpack. I got that but exact same backpack. I'm literally looking it's at it right beautiful. now. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously, like, if if seven, you know, when when I was in high school, like seven, eight years ago, you know, we were to talk about anything horror i feel like people would be like oh you're weird blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and now it's a norm which i really appreciate 100 percent same but I, we love the horror community yeah. and i think we're gonna and continue we, will, we would 100%. never try to gatekeep we're never going to try to gatekeep horror unless <laughs> unless we absolutely have to which let me tell you and we're, we're gonna go into this a lot more but we recently went to a convention that 
we've been to before. Mm-hmm. And when we tell you the amount of people that were here for all of the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. it felt so like... It did not feel good. It did not feel good to be part. Like, I really don't think those are the type of people that Mm-mm. wanted to be at this convention because they liked horror. For it was sure. specifically just because they wanted to meet someone specific. And oh, it's like all for the wrong things. And it's like, you're not even there like to appreciate their work. You're just there because of who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and... It sucks. And we're going to go into a whole like different conversation about that because we're going to dedicate an episode or two to like conventions and mm-hmm. things that we go to, which are always a lot of fun i think uh the one that we went to in houston was fun oh, i think that houston one was, was good great. i feel like the houston everyone that was the one in houston were like everyone was there for the, that felt more homey mm-hmm. like it felt a lot more like hey cool versus like trying to fight people yeah. and like people hearing people say nasty comments and things so but it now that we're here shout out lloyd hi we shout out lloyd to uh yeah he he's really cool hopefully we'll get him on a episode sometime in the future he's really cool he's actually the creator of the convention that we're talking about and he's like super super cool very charismatic guy and yeah. like hees awesome um but I, I think we've done a lot of talking we've done a lot of talking <laughs> and you guys probably want to yeah I feel good about this one. This one's going to get posted and we're going to, this one's This one feels a lot better. Yeah. This one feels good. I feel like it's more, (laughs) more more put together. Yeah. This concludes our episode. I feel like we, I'm pretty content with what we spoke about today. And if by any chance we missed something we wanted to talk about, we'll probably mention it in our next episode, which we'll be talking about, drum roll please, it 2017 and it 1990. Yes. So, uh, tune in next week to hear our thoughts and opinions on this iconic remake. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> it has a special place in our hearts uh, since Jessica and I's first convo was about Pennywise. So if you know, you, you know. know. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about it. I love the remake and I love the original too. I don't think Jessica's seen the original in a really long time. Yeah, so we're going to rewatch it and see what she thinks. But um, but yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and end it here. But thanks again to everyone who's listening, especially if you've made it all the way to the end of this episode. Uh, we had to re-record it, but no biggie. I think it sounds just as great. Um, but yeah, we appreciate uh, the support. And also, if you understood the reference to our title... You get a huge high five and a fist bump and a cookie. And a cookie. We'll see if we mail it to you if we know we'll, you. We'll mail it to you if you live far, but if you... If you live close. We'll or if you're off. a co-worker. Or if you're a co-worker, yeah, who knows? We'll see you at work. We'll see you at work and we'll give <laughs> it to you. With a cookie. Right. Um, and a big thank you to Anchor FM for allowing this podcast to happen as well. Um, again, we do have an Instagram. Yes. It's at Scream City Podcast. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, please tune in to next week again. Um, And please let your friends know about our podcast. We'd really appreciate that. A lot of fun. We would really appreciate that. 100%. Spread the word, guys. We're trying (laughs) to get Scream City to be a little bit bigger so we can talk about more stuff and have more people on the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening to Scream City. We've been your hosts, Jessica. And Monica. We'll talk to you all next week. Stay Stay safe and and stay stay spooky. spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Oof, that was scary. I can't wait to come back next week.